And we're back! Welcome to the Prodigals Podcast, where we discuss all kinds of topics relating to faith and culture. We discuss topics not normally preached on the pulpit or talked about during Bible studies. That is why we are here for you. It is our hope and our goal that through these discussions, people will be inspired to talk about issues that Christians go through in their daily walk with God. So without further ado, let's get to our discussion. What's going on, everyone? It's your boy, Mark. Wow. <laughs> wow. Boy, new, Mark. Um, new intro. And no. with me are Billy and Alan. So. Yo. <laughs> oh, are we supposed to say hi? Hi, guys. So, so. What do you mean? It's, um, the, hood. it's the hood episode. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm joking. Can you wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, wow. So. In this episode, we'll be dealing with a topic called biblical masculinity. What exactly is it? What is it? Is there even such a thing? Or if there is, what does it look like? And since it's titled biblical masculinity, this episode is Let's Get Biblical. (laughs) Let's Get Biblical. When you hear the word masculinity, what comes to mind? <laughs> Toxic. Mm, I mean, I it's just that, yeah, well because it's just been out there for a while now. Um, anytime, yeah, anytime anybody talks about masculinity, it's usually in the context of being toxic, uh, as, as you know, being neg- negative, some kind of blight on society, mm. right? And often in uh, at the expense of females. True. Uh, so for whatever reason, that's kind of just what comes to mind. I know we've jumped like straight into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so, uh, yeah. Straight into the deep end. What it, yeah, what does it mean to be, I guess, masculine? I guess it's just like an expectation of how men should be. Yeah, the social construct of wow. being a man. No, be well, not, not, yeah, no, no, seriously. Right <laughs> I just think, yo, you have to be able to be a handyman. You have to be able to fix things in the house. <laughs> I think that's yeah. a big part of masculinity. Yeah, you have to be you able s- to chop down yeah. a tree. <laughs> I'm joking. Wow. <laughs> that's what I think about masculinity. Growing beard. Growing beard. The ability to grow beard. Grow beard. Wow. <laughs> this comes out. I know, this, I know that's kind of been like fashionable for the past couple of years, but like that just reminds me of like, okay, so we're in Canada. And so there's a, this relatively older Canadian show called Red Green. All of them. Right? The Red Green what is that? I've never the, seen yeah, it. Yeah. Never heard about that. And one of the dudes is just like, his, one of his sort of sayings is, hey, if the women don't find you handsome, they should find you handy. Right? <laughs> 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 so <laughs> at least. And his favorite and his favorite building material is that tape. Right? Everything's, oh, yeah, duct tape. Everything's oh, fixed one. with duct tape. That's part. That's what it means to be Canadian, man. That's, that's Canadian masculinity. That's Canadian masculinity. Duct tape. <laughs> Does do you guys think there's such thing as babi- ba- biblical masculinity? Does the Bible mention? And if there is, if it does, like what? What are some of the passages 
<coughs> Did you find anything? You One can find in the scriptures about what it means or what is expected by the scriptures or by God. Um, uh, like what is expected of men, right? By God or by the scriptures. I came into this topic thinking that biblical masculinity was a very clear thing that I could find in the Bible. But I really don't think it's a clear thing I could find in the Bible, to be honest with you. Oh, Only okay. because a lot of the verses that what I was like when I was doing just research and reading articles and trying to look at it, a lot of the times they refer to the husband, right? Yes. Being the husband within like a, a, a marriage and what that entails of having that role as a husband. However, I don't think that entirely applies to what it means to be. Yeah, it's not the full masculine. It's picture. not a full picture of what it means to be a man within, I guess, like within a biblical view, essentially. Because I don't know. I, well, that's from from I was I was looking at. So I was reading it. I was reading it through. And I was like, okay, I can agree with like what these what these things are talking about, like what it means to be a husband in terms of being a leader and. Um, being the head of the household and things of that type of that thing and creating that and uh, and creating this idea of like this is what masculinity is and then uh, i just like thought about it i'm like but this is all about within the context of marriage sure so i was like so so i'm like thinking is, is biblical masculinity a thing am i missing something i mean the bible tells <laughs> it well because the bible does refer of what you know what's required of us but we tend to, I mean, we we see that um, as referring to just people in general. Sure. You know, as God's people, as God's children, what is required of us? And there's a couple, you know, there's many passages on that. And so, you know, when you're distinguishing masculinity, I would suppose, you know, would have to, in a large part, and you're right, I, I think I take your point in that, you know, it's not the full, you know, um, view of what a man should be, mm-hmm. uh, but I think in large part, you know, as it as it comes into the relationship with with the female half of humanity. Okay. Right? Okay. That's okay. 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 Because okay. you, you have you have your males, you have your females, and then um, you know everybody that's just to be you know what it is to be human. Mm-hmm. What it is to be a follower of God, what if it what it is to be you know um, uh, um, you know a Jesus follower, right? And then there's the sort of like, okay, so but you as a guy, here's more specific things for you in the context of marriage. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, I would like a, <laughs> I would be great if there was just like this this passage that says, okay, this is what. God is because I think maybe women get uh, there's there's a passage mm-hmm. for you know what a wife is supposed to be sure Proverbs yes thirty one um, or Song of Solomon maybe sure yeah and that and as X rated as it is. <laughs> <laughs> It's but it's hidden, you know. But I mean, but I think I think we can agree that that's 
that's in the realm of the female half of humanity. Sure. And then everything else has to just deal with you anyways as a human being. being. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I agree with that. Um, so, I, like I said, I wish there was something that just, okay, you as a guy, this is what you got to do, but we're relegated to, hey, uh, love your wife as if, you know, it was part of your own body. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, and all that. Goodness, there are there are some them some verses that talk about men itself, but usually it's talking about just hey, this is man up. <laughs> this is <laughs> yeah, like, it's uh, talking to somebody just saying hey, look, you need a man up. Yeah, like First Corinthians, somewhere in First Corinthians mm. sixteen thirteen, sixteen thirteen, while Paul says, "Act like men." <laughs> Act uh, like men, be strong. Yeah, stand firm in the faith. faith yeah, and yeah, be yeah. strong. Watch over the flock, act like men. Mm. But oh, is, are those things that were listed there Ooh. signify how men should act, or is like be strong a separate? Because it's like separated by commas, right? <laughs> so <laughs> let's look at it. Uh, Which one put in a really be watchful, life, right? Like, whatever. Be watchful. Yeah. Stand firm in the faith. Act like men, be strong. So, are these things a culmination of what, um, like men, like what Paul meant by acting like men? So, like act like men by being watchful or being standing, standing firm in the faith, or and be strong. Or is that a separate sort of like hey command yeah, that Paul didn't? Like everybody really has to be define. alert. Everybody has to be strong in the faith. Stand firm in the faith. Everybody needs to be strong, not, not just but men. also be a man. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's what he's just asking. Just in general. Oh. That's what he's asking. Is it, are they are they all connected to be as, okay, this is how you're going to be a man where, you know, he said, be a man. And that's sort of like in the middle and everything around it is the condition of, Shoot, man. of why you are going to be a man or this is how you be a man. Shoot. Or is it, there's a separate thing, a separate that- thing where everybody's got to be that way. And then, every, and then if you're a male, hey, be a man. But there's <laughs> like nothing. Else. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, there's like no... Context to that whatsoever. Well, the context is as he's writing to the elders, right? Sure. And then, so he's pretty much telling them to watch over the, watch the over flock the or the church. Or so this is like the role of a male of a male elder within a church, essentially. No. Yes. 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 Yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, we don't want to be like. <laughs> I'm very hesitant because I don't want to be like you know. Um, Gender insensitive, right? But oh, I think, no, no, no. I think, I'm just like, this I think, is like but, but what, yeah, this, but I'm like, saying this well, one it is, right? And what I'm saying is like, what I wanted to say is that, you know, the Bible is, was written during a time for a very long time where it's male centric. For sure. Right? Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's dominated by males, right? And sure. so, you know, that's kind of what you fall back into to, to think this is the assumption that they're writing two males. Yeah. And to be a man and stuff. And so it's not there. But everything else is just kind of like in that in that in that vein some kind of thing that you have to be standing up or being strong with strong with and they say be a man. The best I've, I've I love this part is that you know when Job is being confronted by God he says man up. Right? Um 
and even more so <laughs> did he it's even better like it's even it's even more poignant in job 40 verses 7 it says now gird up your loins like a man <laughs> he's basically saying nut up <laughs> and be a man right i will ask you and you will instruct me basically he's just like okay you as a man you stand before me you tell me how it's supposed to be because at that point all these things were being said about God with, between Job and his friends and, and all of this talk. And God finally shows up and he says to him, all right, you want you, you have all these things to say? Man up. Stand your ground and tell me how <laughs> it's supposed to, to be. Talk to me. <laughs> right? He's basically saying, I should and, no, things. but it says, gird up your loins, right? Gird them That's up. your crotch, right? So, yeah. you know, for... Or of us that are unfamiliar tighten with up. that. It's pretty much yes. it. <laughs> tighten, tighten up, your, tighten up, nut up. <laughs> you know? Gird up would be like to wrap it, yeah. right? And like oh, to secure yeah. it. To and secure like, Yeah, and a lot of it. Getting ready for, for, like, for, for, yeah, for yeah, so Yeah, and so that would be a Strap thing. All the yeah, that in. would be a thing during that, you know, when you're going to head into conflict, uh, you would have to, because, you know, they didn't have necessary. Well, I guess they did have shorts, but there's you know you would have robes and so instead of saying yeah hitch up your robes like they said you know tie up or like you know gird up your loins I love that. right tie it to red so that you can be so that you can move so you can be nimble so you can saddle be mobile horses. when you go saddle into conference saddle up your horse <laughs> and so what seems to be coming across is that for masculinity in the biblical sense which is kind of like what we've what we've all what we've all sort of equated to is the act of being strong, right? In some fashion, whether yeah, and most of the time it's it's dealing with physical strength or courage, right? sure. mental fortitude of being mm. that way. Mm. And I think when we delve into, you know, how society throughout the ages has interpreted that. The physicalness of it, because it's such a stark difference in general between men and women, and and let's be, you know, it's it goes without saying that there are, there are women there that exist that are physically strong. There are women that could just beat all three of us. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, not yeah. Probably in the WWE or something. Yeah, there's, oh, there's no sweat. Like an yeah, yeah. wrestler, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. <laughs> right. With no Filipino, second thought, like, the Filipino girl that won so, the gold medal for weightlifting, she'll beat us all up. Yeah. She'll beat us all up. Right, but for by and large, in general, the physiology of men tends to be more of strength, right? Of physical strength and bulk and mass, mm-hmm. in comparison to the female to our female counterparts. And so the natural the natural conclusion is that if you are going to be a man, you need to be strong, right? And a lot of that is equated to physical strength. Unfortunately, I think that some men like me. focuses that too much. And this is where and that's like the only main focus. Yeah, and then right? that's when you get into toxic like masculinity. masculinity where bro culture. Bro your, culture. Your answer, yeah, your answer to any kind of conflict or any kind of struggle or any kind of problem is physical strength. Just t- t- or physical up, violence man. or physical like aggression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's, uh, I think that's where, you know, we start to run into problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As as uh, 
as the male half and stuff. And we can also look at examples in the Bible. It doesn't have to be a passage. You know, they're, you know the, they're saying is like, oh, there's descriptive and there's prescriptive. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can see the examples that people like um, patriarchs, I guess, or uh, kings, like the good kings, I guess. <laughs> One that comes to mind is David, right? Yeah. Um, God described him as a man after my own heart or a man after God's own heart, right? And mm-hmm. then um, he was, I guess, a man's man. Like he, he killed bears. He killed lions. <laughs> um, oh he slayed... Thousands of people, soldiers, and mm-hmm. he was very successful, and he was very successful in uh, running the kingdom. But at the same time, you know, he was very he wrote songs, and he was very emotional, and mm-hmm. he wasn't sure. he wasn't scared of, I guess, being vulnerable and mm. showing his vulnerability to to others, and um, yeah, and he didn't. Yeah, there's there were other things that he did. Like he didn't shy away from counsel. Uh, he didn't he didn't pretend that he knew everything. Um, he he always had you know, Prophet Nathan um, <laughs> who kicked his butt <laughs> at one point, um, and he had you know his bros, you know his uh, uh thirty three, oh, his he's strong got the- men. Mm. Yeah. These generals and were they? They're called strongmen, right? Like David's strongmen, mighty men, mighty men, the mighty yeah. men of David. The thirty of them, and then <laughs> wow. there's the three, like the three Shealtiel, <laughs> who yeah, killed, yeah. Like, who killed like, hundreds of soldiers just in one pose. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but we see in David that he wasn't the typical, you know, just strength kind of guy or like relied on his strength or you know what people would describe toxic masculinity nowadays mm. he was he, he wasn't afraid to cry in front of others he wasn't mm. afraid to dance in front of others uh or be perceived as some you know something other than what he wanted to be right so true uh, and there are other and examples as good, yeah, and as good as, yeah. as he's been in that regard you know he's he's human. He's not immune to it. Mm-hmm. The story that comes to mind is um, when he, you know, what is he when he was on the run with his guys, and he needed food and he needed provision. He went to what's his name, uh, the dude that was married to Abigail. Abigail. Anyways, so yeah, so he gets insulted, and so his his immediate reaction is, okay, guys. You know we're going to war. We're gonna we're gonna go over to his house <laughs> and we're gonna take care of him. <laughs> now Abigail comes out. She talks sense into him. You know, and and it all turns out right. Uh, and so he's not immune to it because we are human. We have to we have to keep that in mind. Oddly enough, when we're talking about David's mighty men. Uh, one of one of the guys that I listen to is um, Andy Stanley, and his and one of his sermons on being a gentleman, right? Being mm. a man. His example wasn't necessarily David; it was Uriah, right? Because mm. he comes home, he has 
he has um, loyalty, strength as a as a mighty man, like physical strength, principles, honor, um, things that we 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 see the ideal, hmm. right? The yeah. the best of guys that they can be. He sort of exhibits that through the through the passages. Um, and so I do believe that that if we are to look at a biblical sense of masculinity, he would be a good example mm, for us to yeah, yeah. to to take a look at. Right. Uriah. Uriah. <laughs> <laughs> And Uriah it's weird Carey. because the, doing the research into this into this topic, um, while I've said, hey, there's some people that we want to take a look at as an example of, there seems to be this sentiment that, especially in our society when we look at, when we see movies of men or we read or we hear music of, of men um, and the highest ideals of men, um, sometimes that can be a detriment because the 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 ideal man is so far so far out in terms of like the perfection of that because many of us fail to reach that um, that pinnacle of what a man is like that somehow corrupts us or it makes us um, you know. Uh, insecure, feel insecure, feel bad about ourselves, lash out in in different ways. <laughs> Oddly enough, because you know, I was watching, I did doing research on this. The guy's um, sort of context that he was doing was in My Hero Academia, which is an anime. anime right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, and his his idea of sort of like the the best idea of a man is the red riot right um i don't know if you guys know who that is but he's yeah so anyways so part of him part of his appeal as a man is that he hasn't he he's not like the greatest part which is you know greatest hero that's there sure right like all might that's oh all might yeah, 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 yeah he's kind of like the the guy guy right yeah um and his standard is just so high that everybody that's that's before him falls woefully short and they handle it all in different ways, many of us, or many of them, in, you know, destructive ways. But here is this dude called Red Riot. Well, that's his name. That's his kind of like hero whatever name. Here is a hero name. But while he portrays strength and while he is, he talks about things like, oh, that's manly, oh, that's manly, that's manly, um, a lot of what his appeal is as a man is understanding that he doesn't he doesn't have it all that there are flaws in who he is and he takes that into account. Like it's, it's a process, but that part of him is very much what helps him to be an ideal man. Somebody that's strong, but understands that there are limitations to his, not only his power, but his strength. Right. And he takes that into account, especially when, well, including when he is uh, very positive, with other, with other heroes, with his peers, and whatnot, and so going back to, I don't know uh, what a man is, right, uh, and and in the context of toxic 
masculinity where everything has to be hidden. Like we, we can't show any weakness. Mm. We have to have mm. it all together. We have to be strong. We have to be uh, dominant. Very much the the hyper alpha. Yeah, the context. big the alpha male. It's, yeah. yeah, it's not only just alpha. It's, it's hyper alpha. Yeah, it's like alpha, and you've taken it to the, the nth degree. Level, yeah, to oh the next gosh. level. Right, uh, and we miss some of the other other aspects of being strong, being strong for others. Sure. Right, where it's just okay. You, we be strong for the sake of to being strong. strong. Yeah, and to and to bend things to our will. And that's the focus. And that's when we start to get into trouble of toxic masculinity. Mm. Right. And just being immoral in general. Where am I going with this? I have no idea. (laughs) But it's, it's, it's not, what I'm saying is that it's not, it's not a simple topic where there's a list and says, okay, these are the marks you've got to hit. Yeah. But it, I think, like, just based off the just talking to you, like hearing you guys talk, there's like a definitely this aspect of strength and being strong, but not this overbearing. I'm strong for the sake of being strong, but the sake of or just as a character trait of being strong. And I'm like, what does that what does that even mean? <laughs> like, what does that even mean, or what does that look like within, I guess, the life of a Christian male? Like, does that mean like? Do I have to go to the gym three times a week to be physically strong? Do I have to be spiritual most, gym? Spiritual gym. The church. <laughs> spiritual gym. <laughs> spiritual gym. Um, I don't know. Yeah, because just like here, just this thinking about him, it's like it's like imagine you guys are like just talking about like what does that look like? I guess like <laughs> I think one of the like what it means to be strong as we, we talked about it recently, which is uh, having a resilient faith. Mm-hmm. So uh, having resilient faith means um, even though bad things happen to you, yeah. right. Or things don't go your way all the time that you have enough faith in God to keep going mm-hmm. and not give up on your faith in God mm-hmm. um, and be strong to just, um, trusting God and um, do His will. Uh, keep your integrity while you know navigating those hard places in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess like that's part of what being strong is. Um, I guess being strong spiritually—that was what it means. Uh, being strong emotionally is just. Um, although that it doesn't mean that you're rock hard and like nothing and you don't share emotions you and, and you're just yeah like... you love. no it's that's not it it's just being a part of being strong emotionally is um, knowing when to express yourself right yeah knowing when to cry knowing when to and knowing that those things are okay but emotionally it's just that um, you you are I guess I don't even know how to define it or to describe it's like it. This emotional intelligence that you have to have, I feel, because I feel like yeah. it's like a, I feel like this this idea of like just being strong is like it it's it's like offensive and defensive in the sense where I get like whereas like when you're being strong emotionally, you're strong as in you're being like the bedrock, the cornerstone of like say like your family or like within a group where you're I guess like quote unquote emotionally stable, but in the defense you're able to be strong in the sense where you're able to share and be vulnerable 
Um, and that is shown as a, as a strength. And that shows that you are strong because you have the emotional intelligence to share that and know that it's okay to be like, mm, you know, yeah. it's okay to be, to be, to have downfalls. It's okay to um, have flaws. It's okay to have all those different things. Cause I guess like for, I guess for strength, it's, it's so interesting. Cause like, it's like your strength comes from God, but you know that also you are not enough. So you need to rely on God. So it's like this two way street where you need to be walking on at the same time. Yeah. That's mm. a, it's, it's a difficult sort of like thing that I've tried to grapple with. Yeah. Like how much is it of me when it says, okay, be strong. And how much of it is understanding? Oh no, you know, you don't have enough strength. You need God. So at what point is it God taking over? At what point is it me having my own will to <laughs> keep going? Right. Um, I don't have an answer for you. I wish I could. And I think it is what I would say is that it's different among, it's different for, you know, for every guy. Mm. Because I don't think that there is like this, this, this hard and set marker uh, where you need to have, you know, X amount of willpower and X amount of God's power. It would probably be. Thinking about it, there's probably some kind of Venn diagram of like, there's like the sweet spot <laughs> where it's like, there's the middle part where it blends. It's a very small sect. Yeah. It's the godly mix. It's the godly mix. The godly mix. The godly mm. mix. I guess what I was trying to say with like emotional intelligence or emotional strength would be not being reactive. Yeah. Um, knowing how to navigate when you know things are just bombarding you so yeah like for example when i was listening to this t- sermon and okay i'm not gonna mention the speaker. but <laughs> I, was, the speaker. I was listening to a met um and you know there there's an event out there that happens every december um from our church mm. and i listened to Every December it goes up to New Year's. It's for youth or like young people. <laughs> and I was I was telling my dad, it's like, um, yeah, I was still a sermon and it kind of um made me mad. And I was like, my dad was just why why did you get mad? And then he he was just so honest <laughs> with so me. Mad? He he was he was just so honest with me. I think you're still emotionally immature. Um because just the way that just to see how you reacted from a sermon. So I guess mm. like what I was saying is just like how are we reactive mm. um, emotionally or when something is said, do we react all of a sudden in a, you know, in a negative way or do we let it ruminate or do we meditate on it first? Or like, let's say you do have that reaction. Do you outwardly react or do you take the time to say, think and meditate or reflect it's like why did that trigger me mm, true. um and th- did my reaction warrant that that's so true right yeah um that could be a part of you i think know, that's part emotional of emotional yeah strength all right guys let's build this perfect man <laughs> <laughs> oh my mm. gosh this is yeah it's definitely not easy i mean we, not easy yeah i, I it's weird. 
because we talk, I mean, I, I think, I do think that, I do think that there has to be a lot more mentorship between somebody that is older, that has more experience in life, mentoring younger men that are, that are just coming up. Um, and I don't, I don't think we have enough of it. And that's why we, we kind of get into trouble as a society, right? Because there, there isn't this emotional stability that comes with being a man, right? All we see is what we see on TV. All we see is what we see in sports, right? Um, where a lot of it, I, I, not obviously not everything, but a lot of what it means to be a guy, there's an aggression. There's a there's a forcing of one's will upon the situation, right? And we celebrate that, right? When we think when we think about our sports figures, we revere the ones that are, are able to affect their will on the game, to change the outcome based on their ability and based on what they you know what they what we perceive them as to be, which is winners. Right, those are the people that we; those are the guys that we that we look up to, that we emulate. Those are the guys that we 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 wish we to we wish we were to be to become, not necessarily in a sports context, but just in our own in our in our own context, in our own life, in our own work, in our own home. Right, we want to win. We want to be able to control the narrative that is around us. That's what it's like to be a man in today's society, I would think, in some shape or form. Control, yeah. I want to ask a question then. What about like this idea, not the idea, like the men who are like quote-unquote beta males? Oh, the beta males. Like beta males. Like I feel like I could be a beta male. <laughs> yeah, in a sense, like it's, like it's like the opposite end of like what it means to be an alpha male. Like not very... What's the word? Not very aggressive, not very forward or "quote unquote" strong. It's and, uh, yeah, and you know, you know that type it's the of guy that gets stuck in the friend zone. Exactly for, for girls. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. So almost like, so what about those type of males? Like, are are they? Do they need to be turned into biblical males? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I mean that that's that assumed sense? that every everybody has to ascribe to being an alpha. Right, and I think that's where we get, you know, that's like, do so. Do we need like? No, I don't no, think no, that's exactly. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's where. So, we is it like the alpha male needs to be turned down, the beta male needs to be turned up, or something? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Turn up the beta wave. <laughs> but I also think that that part of the the backlash of of society, whether it's a Me Too uh, situation or a feminist sort of push, is to to push guys from the alpha to the beta, right? And I don't know if that's necessarily the answer either in the sense that if that's not, you know, if that's not your your character, if that's not your makeup, right, it might be more detrimental to you. And, and, and the same is vice versa with guys pushing everybody to be maybe an alpha or an omega or whatever or gamma <laughs> or whatever, how many, how many letters <laughs> in the Greek alphabet you got to push all the way up to it to be an alpha that too can't you know I, I don't i don't know if that too is very helpful mm. i think where we get in problems in, into problems is that you know we society has reacted to the mutation of the alpha male as somebody that's hyper aggressive 
and that doesn't that isn't in touch with their feelings and that that isn't able to you know uh, be emotionally mature right and so the natural reaction is hey there are guys that are like this quote unquote betas every guy should be that way who's going to lead <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing um i think like if you look at Jesus, right? The perfect male. He's alpha and, and omega. omega. <laughs> <laughs> no, no that's good. That's good. On a more serious note, he just there were times when he had to go full alpha mode, and there were times when you know the more sensitive side came out. Sure, and I think beta, that's okay. what <laughs> beta omega. Um, <laughs> I think that's what we should strive towards. Um, in Omega to male. just be wise enough to be guided by the Holy Spirit to know how to I guess conduct ourselves in certain situations yeah um, what does God need of us in this particular situation does God yes. want us to be alpha in terms of not like the alpha that you know what's needed what's not talk, known talk, talk now alpha. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but more of a leader type, uh, more of a um, initiative taking mm-hmm. and strong, passionate, n- knows where he wants to go mm-hmm. in terms of how God wants to use him mm-hmm. and how God wants to run the ministry that he's running. And then there's times when he will let other people lead and mm-hmm. he will just do the work in the background. Right. Sure. So I guess that's what we need to do is just know how to be <laughs> alpha or uh, uh, dependent or better or, or like how to conduct ourselves in every given situation. Mm. Like what is needed of us by the people around us. Mm, that makes a lot more sense than trying to ascribe to. This is perfectly what it means to be a biblical male, I would say. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Or... Or what if even, I'm just like, you know, throwing ideas out there. What if, you know, because there's the idea that God, you know, when God goes to Jeremiah, right? Before you were conceived, before you were in the womb, I knew you. Mm. Um, And there's just, you know, God is in control of everything. And God, I think is, (laughs) yeah, God is sovereign. And maybe he created everyone to be something right it's just a matter of how will you use your personality or your characteristics to further the kingdom of god Mm. right so if you're like paul is more of an alpha male in the scriptures right like apostle paul would you say uh, he certainly comes across that way in the scriptures, but apparently he describes himself as somebody that's pretty like I wouldn't say beta, but like there's there's a, there's an aspect of him where he's like I, I'm timid in real life, right? Well, I'm not, for the I don't kingdom, speak, he is yeah, so but there, alpha. Yeah, so yeah, so in that regard, like yeah, there it, there's a switch between, right? It almost seems like his his natural. His inclination. natural inclination is to be more timid. More, yeah, more timid, more like, like more. I wouldn't say submissive either, but there's there's a, a less aggressiveness of 
of Paul, but then you know so at, a, at, at various times he switches over to more alpha. Okay, so yeah, maybe that characteristics. goes into like and that's another what, example, and that's what another we example, see yeah. mostly in the in the scriptures. Yeah. I would think hmm. people flip not flip flopping people. <laughs> Chameleoning, uh, chameleoning, <laughs> navigating our our world's definition of what it means to be a male. Because when Pe- when Peter needed to be called out, Paul was there. Oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 true, 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 true. Right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I guess like Paul just knew how to navigate certain situations. Um. Yeah. Nice. Um. But yeah, as we go back, it's like maybe because we definitely don't want to make people make others to like tell others or force others or yeah, force others to be something that they're not, right? So do we just harness their strengths and you know what they are into like how God can use them in the kingdom or do we still try to educate them that, Hey, look, it's okay to be sensitive or like you should try to, you know, harness your sensitive side even more. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay. Well, I, I would think you would be, you should be that, that way, regardless of which Greek letter you are. <laughs> right? I'm a Delta variant. <laughs> right? Uh, and for me, what, what comes across is really the, the ability that, to harness the ability that you have as a male, guided by the mentality of the strength that you, that you possess, the strength that you have should be used in protection is to help help others um, grow to grow to the the best version that they can be right um, as they're as they're as they're moved and grown you know for us for the Christian to be moved uh, by the Holy Spirit right mm-hmm. to stand in the way of of when things try to Try to mess with that, right? You can be strong, not only physically when it, but you can be when it calls for that. But emotionally, when it calls for that, to be mentally when it calls for that, to be spiritually when it calls for that. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that that's not to say that females don't have that trait. Yeah. Right. Uh, to be strong emotionally, and in fact, I would think that you can make an argument that they, in general. The way that it that is, they they rival us maybe even that much more in those regards. You could say, for some situation, like it's not, it's not a cut and dry situation where men have this this strength of emotion and 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 intellect where they're stronger. It just seems that for guys, our advantage has to be is is basically on the physical aspect of it, but it can also translate over to the others, right? Does that make sense? That's no, like, it does make sense. It's a, it's almost like you you can ground yourself in the physical strength that you have, right? And say, okay, 
if I'm that way, I can also be strong mentally. I can also be strong emotionally. I can also be strong spiritually. And I'm doing this to protect others. I'm doing this so that others can be, you know, they can grow. They can be the best versions of themselves, right? To that point, right? So you're saying Uh the underlying thing about all this is being selfless. I would say so. Like, I mean, that's even just even when we look at the the context between uh, um, you know male and female, the way that God has 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 joined us together in Genesis, right? We're supposed to be halves of a whole, right? Mm. And then later on in the New Testament, you know, Paul talks about I think it's Paul that talks about, hey, if you're going to be the head of the household, you do things with the notion that it's going to be the betterment of the peop- your mm, family. Your family, yeah. right? Especially your wife. Love your wife. Do not provoke your children. Yeah, mm. and so all of this is... Gentle. In, yeah, so you use your strength Sounds in service of other people. You use your strength in service of your, you know, of the female counterpart, right? Whatever strength that you have, whatever ability that you have, it's done in relation to in the best interest of the other person mm. right of your significant other mm. yeah and I would think that that at its core is what a man is I, I love that so much <laughs> I love, I that, love so much. that you know why <laughs> to to make it to like the way I'm just thinking about it from like what we're talking about like beta and alpha it's like the heart of a beta but the actions of an alpha <laughs> yo <laughs> I know I know Cause I feel like that's what that, that's what Jesus was like. He had again, like he, he had a heart. He had a selfless heart for loving humanity, right, and reconciling our relationship with of humanity to God, right. But he did all these alpha actions of you know sacrificing himself, putting himself out there, and you know ministering to other people, and like being strong and being um, taking action and things like that. And I'm like. I think that's what biblical masculinity should look like. Yeah, I mean, if you look at what, if we look at the 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 thing that defines Christ and Christianity of him dying, of him going through um, the trial, you know, and the execution, right? There's a physical aspect of it where you have to be physically strong. Mm-hmm. Um, that you have to be mentally strong to keep going, and yet there is the beta. There is the beta notion where. Um, as this as as the scriptures outlined, he kept his mouth shut, like a lamb that was led, cheek. like a mm. lamb, yeah, that was led to the slaughter. He didn't open his mouth; he just went along with it. There is that there is that submissive aspect of him to the Father, right, and him to humanity, and yet it takes an incre- it took an incredible amount of strength, yeah, to not to to go through it physically, right, because he was buckling under the weight of that cross, yeah. Right, obviously, because his back was ripped apart. Mm. Mm, yeah. Right? Uh, and knowing that he's going to be killed, you know, nails driven. I don't know. Who wants nails driven into their appendages? <clears throat> Bro. Right? right? Yeah. There takes a, a certain amount of strength that isn't available to most of us. Right? But that's what he did. Right? That's, I, I, I would, I, if I were to characterize that, that would be the alpha aspect of of his sacrifice. And yet the beta aspect of it is the submission to, to God, God. the father yeah. and to humanity. Yeah. yeah. Mm. 
making himself oh. lower than yeah. human. Mm-hmm. For the betterment of somebody else. To lift people up. But yeah, and and, and oftentimes we and we what do we see in, in movies, what we see in, in what we hear in music, what we what we read is that the man that is able to do things for himself. Mm-hmm. To lift himself up, to pull himself up from the bootstrap from his bootstraps mm-hmm. and succeed yeah. financially, yeah. physically in this world, that's the one that we that we ascribe to. Mm-hmm. Right? But that's not exactly the biblical picture. Mm-hmm. Also communication. And there's a transparency there that Jesus also emulates. Yeah. Um, and whether it's with his friends or, you know, whether for us it's also with our significant other, the the notion that we can c- communicate what we're thinking, what we're feeling. Uh, and and to your and to one of your guys' points, I think it was you, Billy, that was, t- well, one of you guys, <laughs> we're talking about Jesus being... Im- free to have emotions right shortest verse in the, in the bible right jesus what's uh yeah and, and so you know or even when he was when he was dealing with children right there was a there was this this heart that 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 was evident in the way that he he interacted with people and maybe that's 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 a bigger part of of biblical manliness that we have tended to gloss over mm. yeah that's hard man because <laughs> more than 75 percent of my argument like our argument like mine and jenna my wife's argument is just communication <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> she keeps asking me why don't you communicate why don't <laughs> yeah. you communicate and i want to but i guess like Sometimes I don't communicate because I think that I can do it myself, yeah. which mm, is part true. of toxic masculinity, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. I don't communicate because I think, like, of how she would react um, when that's, like, really unhealthy for a marriage. And so, yeah, like, I don't communicate because of my selfishness. Uh, I just want to keep it in. I don't want her to react this way. I I want it to be all happy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I might, this might cause her to, you know, not react so well. So I'm just going to keep it in. I'm going to be selfish and not tell her. Um, and then, and then, you know, I can do it myself. So I don't need to communicate with her. Mm. Um, I, I, ha- I have this money so I can buy another mic. So I can, yeah. So I, greater I, greater, okay? I don't need to tell her because, you know, but she does need to know those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess like that's a good a really good point that you make. It's just you know, that's lacking in you know, a lot of men. It's just communication. Like being able to communicate properly and uh communicate clearly. Mm-hmm. I like that. And jumping off of that, just like also the whole transparency thing. I think that's very it's like the whole like idea of like vulnerability and transparency within relationships with other people, because again, the whole toxic toxic masculinity idea of we have it all together, like we're a cornerstone, we're a rock, like it's okay, like, like I live on this island all by myself. I don't right. need other people, I don't need community. But it's so crucial to be to show to show strength and being open and vulnerable and being transparent with like what you're struggling with, with even like 
like you guys, right? With, yeah. Like your brothers in Christ, within with your wife, with friends, and every like whoever you fellowship with. Like it's crucial, and showing strength and also showing that you don't have it all together because that's what yeah because we can't rely on ourselves. Yeah. And if we start relying on ourselves, then then that's when we put ourselves in a mess and put ourselves on like our own pedestal. Yeah, and it's not even a, you know, you're you're switching from alpha to beta. You're not. No, you're not, and you're not. Right. That's yeah. It's not even that. It's just a matter of being able to, you know, as you said, being transparent, letting others know, like the ones that are involved in your actions, the ones that are that that will be affected by the way that you uh, that you make your choices and the way that you say your words and the way that you do things. Right. For them to be able to know where you are, what you're doing, what your mindset is, will help them understand better where they're going and trust then becomes a little bit easier to come by mm-hmm. right? because maybe they understand now some people, I mean, whether you communicate that well or not, <laughs> you can run into problems. And so maybe it is for guys that we need to be better. We, we need to learn how to communicate, you know, a little bit better to whoever it is. And, and, and yes, we talk a lot about, about our wives and to our female counterparts, but that can just be with anybody in general. Yeah. Right. Um, and so the the point being is that, you know, maybe the deficiency that we lack as men in today's society is this transparency and the ability to communicate what it is that we want to do when we, how we want to do it. Mm. Right. Um, you know, so that other people can understand the other, the other people that are going to be affected by it understands where we're going with it. And hopefully by that time, you know, trust is a little bit easier to come by. So. Jesus, man. Jesus is the example. As he's the correct example. He's the, <laughs> he's the only yeah, correct he's example, the, right? He's the example of biblical yeah. masculinity, guys. Yeah. Like he, he didn't need to. He didn't need to come down, but he did. Because he selfishly, selflessly loved us. And uh, wanted to reconcile us to the Father, and yeah, man, guys, love. The answer was so simple. Jesus is always the answer. <laughs> it was only Jesus. It's man. always Jesus. Like our Jesus next episode. The answer, what's man? the answer? Jesus. Jesus. Two plus two. <laughs> Jesus, man. So, uh, the sum of all our episodes <laughs> and our podcast in the future. Jesus. Should we even record our next episode? Then? <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, man, praise God for Jesus. He didn't need to come down, but he did so that we can have a relationship with God. And that really, uh, wow, that it's really, it really helps, I guess, like me personally out on like just viewing things in the perspective of that, of seeing like where do I need to be um, selfless in a way towards like my, my family, my friends, and my relationships, but where do I need to step up so I can be selfless in those moments and be selfless for them? you know and being strong in that sense so yeah i'm ready to be ready to be biblical man well folks that's all we have for you this week we hope that you were blessed by our discussion let us know what you think send us a shout out on our socials at the handle at the prodigals project on facebook twitter and instagram if you like what you've been hearing please like and subscribe also leave a rating and review it'll go a long way in helping us out Stay blessed and stay faithful and join us again next week for another episode of The Prodigals Podcast.